podcast a podcast for anyone and everyone who finds us in your mailbox it's your girl tatenda and we are back with a new episode which is episode 9 and it is titled the burning bush what an odd title i know it sounds weird but i was like i tried to make it sound better but like it just wouldn't work i was like what can i potentially call this without making it sound a bit strange but i was like you know what it is what it is <laughs> so um yeah the burning bush and it's taken from the story of moses you know in exodus 3 where um verse 2 mainly which says and the angel of the lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush and he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed so the bush was on fire but it wasn't burning down so that's what my topic is about the bush that's on fire but that's not really burning and um yeah it's it's a lot but hey it was actually brought to my attention by this um this teaching i was listening to i was listening to i think it was a podcast i don't remember but like but it's kind of god and he just i forgot what the topic was about but it was something about the holy spirit or convictions or something like that and then he mentioned something along the lines of many christians he said many christians are like that bush you're on fire but you're on fire for god but you're not yet consumed by the holy ghost and he continued this topic and i was like what does that even mean so because when he said it, i was like oh this is deep but then i thought about it i was like what does this what does this actually mean so i started thinking about it you know you're on fire but you're not consumed and i was like okay consumed in one sense consumed in the sense of not being um the bush was not consumed in the sense as to the fact that it was not burning down you know it was not catching it was on fire but then it was not burning down like it was still a very much alive with all the, the leaves and the whatevers and they were on fire but none of them were burning down and being charred so not being consumed in that sense and i was meditating on it and as i was meditating on it i got like quite a lot you know i got quite a lot of um help and i realized that i myself sometimes find myself as this bush and i realized that it's something that you know we find ourselves in a lot of the times and i was like hey you know it's like me to talk about something that i'm learning <laughs> like i say every time i was like why don't i make this a topic you know because part of this podcast is to talk about the realities of our Christians face you know and the requirements of us you know there's a lot required of us but then now because we live in a society or in a world that is just kind of um diluted christianity we find ourselves being comfortable being lukewarm so what i'm trying to do is to not be lukewarm but get back to the place where i serve god in honesty and in truth in spirit and in truth rather so i was looking at this i was listening to this and i was like this is so true you know too often we found us we find ourselves on fire for god you know i'm on fire for you god i want to do this and then i realized that sometimes it's not even for god that you're on fire for but for the work of ministry you know we're on fire to do the work of god but not on fire for god you know and 
what happens is we want to minister so bad we want to be the next best gospel artist the next best prophet the next best teacher and what we don't understand is it is god who gives us these things and unless we hunger for him he can't give us these things because we want to do these things but not have a connection with god you can't be the next best teacher unless you are in um unless you have a relationship with god and um it's important to relationship with God because it is the relationship with God that God will tell you your purpose. Because so often we even hunger for things that are not even like our calling, you know. Because you see someone else do it, you're like, oh, I also want to do it. So now you start burning for it. I know the amount of times I've heard people say things like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till I'm singing in terms of Ebuka songs, and I can't wait to be like Ebuka songs. And my thing is, are you called to be like Ebuka songs, or are you just want? Are you old? You want to copy him? You know because. Well, you know when you see, um, and it's part of human nature, or I'd like to think, you know sometimes when you see uh, men and women of God that you look up to, and they're doing the most, and they're praying, and they're tonguing, and it's just like, what? You know, the first thing is, I can't wait to be like this. I want to be like this. But in wanting to be like that, we need to be careful to not be imposters. This is completely off topic to what I'm supposed to be talking about. For some reason, that just decided to come out. I don't know why. But I'm just gonna just you know talk about that a little bit. Be careful not to be imposters. That's something that the Holy Spirit had to remind me of. You know, there's people, there's men and women of God I look up to. And he's like, It's okay to look up to someone, but in looking up to someone, don't forget who you are meant to be. You know, maybe for example you're supposed to be a prophet and you're looking up to a certain prophet. That prophet is has their way of doing things and have their own vision so now you be careful that in you being inspired by them you don't end up following their vision and start being them instead of being yourself because when you do that you are now being an imposter so i don't know why i just you know just mentioned that but hey maybe someone needs to hear it (laughs) i don't know but basically you know we find ourselves looking at these people and we get inspired and sometimes our inspiration Cause us to want things that have nothing to do with us, and we end up chasing after things that you know have nothing to do with us, or things that we're not even called to. But because we think it looks cool, or we think it looks nice, we want to follow that. And what happens is we end up being on fire, but then for the wrong reasons. We're on fire to minister. We're on fire to sing. You know, we want we want to be the next Theophilus Sunday. We want to be um, the next um, Prophetess Leslie. We want to be the next. Uh, uh, Prophet Tiffany, you want to be the next Victoria Orange, but the thing is, what uh, thing you need to understand is before you get there, you need to have a relationship with God. It is important to have a relationship with God because I'm sure they didn't get there without a relationship with God because it is God. Because one thing I've, I've learned from the teachings I've been listening to is the fact that God gives you a burden, and it is through that burden that you grow the vision that god has for you so now you looking at another person and be like oh this person is great you are now carrying a burden that's not yours you're now carrying their burden and now you're not following their path that has nothing to do with what god has called you for why because you looked at someone and now you're on fire for ministry for a ministry that you're not even called to you know and that's how sometimes we lose ourselves and i'll I'll, uh i don't know if you guys have watched the movie prophet suddenly but if you haven't it's a free promo y'all y'all need to watch it i was like oh my god (laughs) oh my god but um it's it's an insightful movie you know it teaches 
it's, it's a good time for me. I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm not gonna even talk about it. Yo, you guys just need to go and watch it, and hopefully you'll be blessed. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because I'm thinking of the movie right now, and I'm like, oh my god. But um, one thing we need to understand is we need to have a hunger for God. You know, and half of the time is, and what one thing I've realized is we like the aesthetics of um, the aesthetics of um, of a prayerful person. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, we think being prayerful looks nice. You know, we think those people who are praying with the tongue and they do that. Eh, eh, hi, hi, hi. We think that's nice. We think that's cool. But and then that's what we that's what we aim for. We end up aiming for that, and what, what that does is we find ourselves praying for five hours a day. You're praying for five hours, and you're praying for five hours. Why? Because you want to sound like this, or you want to sound like that. And then one thing you don't realize is because you're not actually dwelling in the secret place to get to know God, you're not reading your word and building a relationship with God. What you find is, yes, you're on fire, but you're not consumed. Why? Because you haven't even asked the Holy Ghost to even take a hold of you. Because one thing is, we like looking up to people, but one thing we must understand understand is in order for those people to get there there was a process you can't get to a certain place without a process and i think i've mentioned this in one of the old episodes in everything in life has a process so now we're looking at this powerful man of god or this powerful woman of god but we need to understand that before they got there there is a process that takes place you know we can't be on fire and that allows us to be consumed because what that happens is when you're on fire and not consumed you become open and prone to many things and that's what that's when you know is that yes you are prayerful but for some reason you're still suffering from addiction yes you are prayerful but you're still suffering from the same sins and for the same um problems you're suffering from before even you knew christ and you're thinking how is it happening because i'm prayerful why because you are on fire but you're not yet consumed by the holy ghost because when you're consumed by the holy ghost he transforms you you see, when you allow the Holy Ghost to now come and consume and consume you, He now does what He burns everything called flesh in you. That's what He does. Meaning that the tree that's on fire right now, because right now it's on fire. Right now your 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 desire. Right now your your body's on fire. So you're 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 excited. It's your body. Your flesh is on fire. But when the Holy Spirit comes, in, He burns that flesh. He burns the desires of the world. He burns the desires of the flesh, causing you to be consumed and once the holy ghost has taken over you you realize that your appetite and certain things have not changed i was listening uh to one of uh the worship medleys a worship medley and one of the ministers i, I, I don't know if they minister or not but one of the people who were singing they were talking about uh the holy ghost you know and, and having jesus and they were saying the, the, the song they were singing I'm not mistaken, was um, that they've been so they've been consumed by the Holy Ghost that all they think about is Him, you know, because He's coming to love and He's transformed them to the point where they don't care about anything else besides Him. And even they were saying that even their appetite has changed, they don't have appetite for certain things anymore. And you're thinking, what? And that's what happens when the Holy Ghost comes and He consumes you. And unless you allow yourself to be consumed, you always keep suffering from the same things. So you are prayerful, yes, and you can read five chapters of the Bible a day, but you are still the same person. You're still suffering from, I don't know, masturbation, fornication, swearing, um, or whatever the case may be that you're suffering from. And you're wondering why. How, you, why? And the thing is, you are on fire for God, but you are not consumed. 
And one thing the Holy Ghost always does to me is when I get frustrated and I want to do something so much and I'm like, why can't this thing work out? The first thing he asks me is why do you want it to work out? Where is this place coming from? Because Christianity is a matter of the heart. And everything concerning God is a matter of the heart. You know? And the first thing you ask me is why do you want it to work so much? And I'm like, oh, of course I want it to work. And the more the moment I start to explain myself to him, the more I realize that this is coming from a place of flesh. This is coming from a place of pride. This is coming from a place of oh, I want them to see me, and has absolutely nothing to do with his kingdom. Because remember, everything God does is for his glory. So half of the time we find ourselves hungering for these things, and half of the things we're on fire for God for have nothing to do with his kingdom or nothing to do with him being glorified. But has everything to do with us receiving compliments and human praises. So what happens is we want to be praying for five hours a day so we can be groaning and we can be, you know, be saying cool tongues so that when people look at you, they can be like, hey, this guy, this is a prayerful brother, or hey, this is a prayerful sister. But there's no God in it. You are, we are moved by passion, but then it's fleshly passion because you want people to compliment you. You want people to see you and be like, oh wow, this person, oh wow, they really pray. Oh wow, this person, oh wow, they really do this. Oh wow, they really do that. Oh, they can teach. Oh, they can do this. But there's no Holy Ghost there. Why? Because the secret place is what? Is empty. There's, 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 there's nothing there. The spirit man is just there, but the spirit man is, is lanky and the spirit man is anorexic because in all honesty, you're not even feeding the spirit man, you're feeding your flesh. So by doing these things, you think you are feeding the spirit man, but the spirit man is starving. And that's what my topic is about today because honestly, we find ourselves in these situations and even just beyond wanting to be in ministry, you know, it's just one of those things that one of those things that like um despite you wanting to be you know the next prophet or whatever it's just one of those things like sometimes our fire for god or our fire for the things of god where is it coming from because one thing i've noticed about uh, our generation is the fact that sometimes we get excited for things why because they're trending you know there's a there's there's a moment in time we're wearing um shirts with verses was trending and everyone had to do it and then after a while it kind of died out so and then everyone just went back to unmade graphic t-shirts and it's like huh i thought you were all you know and there was a time where everyone was into god everyone was like oh my gosh i love jesus oh my gosh i love jesus and then a while later everyone was just back to their ordinary self and it's like what happened you're on fire but you're not consumed because when you're consumed the holy ghost Consume when the Holy Ghost consumes you is he burns um he burns your flesh, he burns the desires of the flesh, he kills what is left of you. So that only God can be seen as the song says. <laughs> if you don't know if you don't know the song, I can't help you. But as the song says, he kills what is left of you. Everything that is man, he kills it. So that you can be perfect in the eyes of the Lord. He's a refining fire. That's what the Bible says. A refining fire. I was actually doing my research, as you know, I'm a research girl. And there's a verse in Malachi 3, verse 3, that says that he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings and in righteousness. So, sorry. So, as a refiner and purifier of silver, he will, ref- he will purify Levites 
and refined in their gold. And if you remember in the Bible, the Levites were um, the priests. You know, uh, Aaron, I think I'm mistaken, he was the first priest. What is the first priest? I'm not sure, but I know Aaron was a priest in the times of Moses when they built the tabernacle and everything. Yeah. So over here, you see that as a priest, the Levites, the Levites were, were the. Um, the lineage that were going to be the lineage of priests if I'm not like, yeah, if they go to the lineage of priests so obviously the needs will be pure because they were the ones who are going to be before God giving the offerings, as it says, men who will bring offerings in righteousness, you know, they will bring the offerings before the Lord, the burnt offerings and the ones that will perform the sacrifices and stuff in um, the tabernacle so they needed to be refined and now we don't live in the Old Testament anymore with this only one priest. Now every past, everyone has a chance to go before the Lord. Everyone has a chance to go before the Lord and offer him something. Meaning that this thing that only applied to Levites now applies to every single one of us. Why? Because uh, the curtain that, you know, separated the congregation and the, and the area that priests could come from, he could get into, burnt down, and then Jesus rose again. <laughs> when Jesus rose again, the curtain was torn and yeah, allowing everyone to get to the, allowing everyone to be able to get into the place of holy of holies, allowing everyone to get to the place where they can get into the presence of God. So now we're not limited to just our pastors only getting to a place where they can reach God or hear God or talk to God. But we too have been given that same um we too have been given that same access. So now meaning that we too are going to be purified like silver and gold and I was like, hmm what do you mean, silver and gold? You know, refiner's fire. You know, everyone. Know, I know there was a TikTok that everyone used to sing. I want to be tried by fire, purified. You know, and everyone would be like, "Oh my gosh, the song, the song, the song." And some people even made like a, a comic thing of it. You know, like how you pray this prayer and then until you actually start getting refined and you realize, "Yo, this is not good." So, for those of you who don't know what refining is or what happens to all the silver, but they go through a process called. Um, Capulation, capulation. I don't know if it's capulation or cupulation, but that process that purifies off by separating gold and silver from base metals and impurities. So basically, a refining or a process where your God consumes you, He refines you. Because once God is consuming you, He refines you. The Holy Spirit consumes you, He refines you. He starts removing all the base metals and other impurities from you. And in John 15, verse 2, it says uh, that um, God cuts, I think that's Jesus, or God cuts off the bare branches. You know, all the bare branches are cut off, but the branches that produce fruit, they are pruned that they may bear more fruit. So now when we're being pruned, we're being refined, we're in the Holy Ghost, and when we've opened ourselves up to being consumed by the Holy Ghost, what He does is He prunes us, He removes every bad thing that is in us. He prunes us that way we can keep producing better fruits. So when you're consumed by the Holy Ghost, what happens is he prunes you and he removes every single bad thing. Is we go through the process of this cupulation or capillation. <laughs> Forgive me, guys. English is not our first language. So I'm I'm really unsure that it's pronounced cupellation or capillation. But yeah, we go through that process where we're being separated, where the gold is being separated from the impurities. So the gold is that thing that God put inside you. 
gold or the silver is the is the thing that God put inside you. So what happens is now God removes every bad thing that stops that thing from shining. Meaning he now looks at your character and he now starts changing certain things about your character. He now looks at what you spend your mind your your time thinking about and he now changes your thoughts, he changes your appetite. And that's what happens when you are consumed. When you are consumed by the Holy Ghost, your appetite changes. You know, you're literally this there will be things that you used to like that you now have no interest in. And I've known I've seen it and I've seen it happening in my own life. I'm not there yet where I can come before you and claim that I've consumed because <laughs> I'll be lying. You know, I am not even gonna try and cap. Like I'll be lying. There are things that I'm still trying to get rid of. I'm like, you know what, God? <sighs> you know, because you know, sometimes when you're young and you're looking at people, there's still a little bit, there's still a little part of you that still kind of seeks some validation, and you just want that part to die. And the only way that that part can die is if I stop burning. If I stop being the burning bush, it's actually be a consumed bush, and allow God to burn every um, part of me that seeks for validation until it is completely burnt out, until the only person who has seeks to impress is Him. You know, so what that does is he know he changes your appetite. Honestly, this I was looking at um, my diary, not my diary, my journal rather, and I was taking things that I had put, you know, for 2023 before the year ended. And oh yeah, I forgot to say happy new year, guys. I'm so horrible, but I already did. I already sent you a post, so there's no need for me to say that episode anyway. I'm getting carried away. <laughs> but basically, I was going through it and. I was just reflecting, you know, over my 2023 and I remember there was a time living with my sister and I was just taking the things that, you know, came to pass and I was just talking with my siblings and we're just laughing at how much we have changed. You know, there's still much change that's still needed. But we're just looking at the progress we've made so far and how there's certain things we used to absolutely love and used to want to do and used to want to be a part of that now we have absolutely no appetite for. Why? Because we allowed God to come and consume us, you know, and we allowed God to come and consume us to a point where even when those things come, we even get convictions like, nah, that's not good. Oh, no, this is not it. And I was talking to um, uh, my spiritual mom the other day and I was talking to her when she first started talking about mother's dressing and I was like, I was probably the biggest <laughs> enemy of mother's dressing ever and if anyone knows me or knew me who knows me well like I really really well they'll tell you that I was not a fan of clothes like I just used to like very short things and crop tops and that's me but after I was like you know what God I wanna I want to look like you I want to be more like Jesus help me become more like Jesus the Holy Spirit started talking to me. You know when you allow Him into all areas of your life? Because one thing I've realized is sometimes you allow God into certain areas, but then He shuts Him out to others. Like, okay, God, you can come in my uh, my marriage, but then don't come in my in my personality. Okay, cool. You can come in my ministry, but then don't come in my career. That's what we do. So what that does is we open half our house to Him and we close the other half to Him. So that what happens is. Even if we're doing the wrong thing in a certain area, but because we're really close to our ears to God, we can't even hear Him correct us, or we can't even hear Him convict, convict us. So I already told myself I'll dress however I like. So meaning that in the area of dressing, I could never hear God. Even if God was to tell me, or the Holy Spirit was to tell me, just change your skirt today, I wouldn't hear Him. 
that skirt is inappropriate for a b or c reasons or you say you know rather i'd rather you wear this dress today not because there's anything wrong with what you're wearing right now but because i've told you just to the album that the girl you're meant to help today is wearing a green dress but because I, my ears were shut to even hearing the voice of god concerning that area of my life and it was only open to uh pray read the bible do this i could only hear god speak to me in that area so i decided that you know what i want to hear god all the time i want to hear him speak to me all the time so i opened my ears to hearing every area of my life i opened my ears to hearing him well i'm trying to open for others but you know it's a whole lot <laughs> but we we keep trying you know we keep going we keep going because I feel like the more you read the Bible, the more you understand God. And the more you understand God, the more you open your heart to Him. Because I feel like some of the reasons why we hold ourselves back from fully allowing the Holy Spirit to consume us is because we have no understanding of who God is. We feel like we can still live our life and just say, oh God, help us. And God will still do it. We don't understand that there are certain things that happen to certain people where they do a certain thing. Like we've mentioned, I like my. I think it was my sister Europa who was here the last time. We talked about obedience, and she said God is a God of principle, meaning there's certain principles that He put in place, and unless we do what is needed, He can never ever give us certain things. So, certain yes. So I got to the point where I understood that, and the only way I understood that was because why I have spiritual parents who guide me. You know my biological parents guide me my spiritual parents guide me my siblings guide me and I, I have a community i have a christian community that i learn from you know and i realize that no i need to read the bible so the more i read the bible the more i understand who god is the more i understand how god works and i got advice that if you want to know about jesus read john he said am i apostle read john read all the john's Every book with John, read all the John's for you to have a serious understanding of who Jesus is. So that's what I'm currently going through. I'm currently reading and I'm going to keep reading over and over again because one thing about the Bible is you have a different revelation every time. That's if you allow the Holy Spirit to now do it, to now help you understand the Bible. Because another thing I've realized is people get to places where they're like, oh, I don't understand the Bible. The Bible is just a bunch of words. And the only reason why the Bible is just a bunch of words, or you feel like the Bible just contradicts itself, or a bunch of in inverted commas nonsense as i've heard some people say is because you are reading it from a place of flesh you can never understand the wisdom of god from a place of flesh you need only his you need his spirit to come and help you understand what he's trying to say which is why 500 people can read the same verse and they'll probably get different revelations of the same verse you know yes how you see how preachers and pastors and teachers and apostles and prophets they'll literally preach on the same story but they'll come up with different revelations and you'll be like oh my gosh this is so cool how does that work why because the holy spirit is ministering to them and the bible that's why it says god doesn't change the bible will always have new things every time it's not like a storybook that will run out of um that will run out of um that will eventually get old and get boring you know like there's novels that if you read them couple times after a while just just become like okay there's no need for me to keep reading this but the bible them every time you read it you are bound to get something that's only if you open yourself up to god to actually hear what he's saying you know like i'd read there's some chapters that i read by myself that i'm now reading uh with the ladies at church and and as i'm reading them i'm getting something different from what i got the first time and that's there's nothing at least there's nothing cooler than that that's what i at least that's what i think but anyway i'm 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 i'm, I'm saying off what i'm talking about 
I feel like this happens every episode. Honestly, I appreciate you guys' patience with me. But um when so I was just telling um, my spiritual mom that you know what the smallest thing I was an enemy and so I opened my ears to God, you know, I allowed him to actually consume me in a place into in a, in a, in a, in a point where I can hear him talk about a lot of things. And let me be very honest with you. Being consumed is not easy. The pruning season is not easy because there's so many things that will be pointed out to you that in your head you're convinced it's the right thing and then you realize it's the wrong thing. And there's not and as well and also there's things that you need to now learn how to walk away from. You know, things I need to learn how to walk away from and take accountability for it. You know, it is and, and, and that's what I'm learning. You know, when you open up your whole heart and you say, you know what, Holy Spirit, I want you to just take over everything in my heart and just talk to me when I'm wrong. It doesn't matter what it is. And then he tells you, and then you're like, <sighs> I won't lie to you. It's a frustrating process. And sometimes I just feel like crying because I'm like, oh my God, how am I supposed Because some, some of the things that he told you to leave are habits. Personally, speaking for myself, I have this habit that every time I get overwhelmed, in life i do this thing i've always done this since i was young i don't know where it came from but i do this thing where i take myself out of this world that i'm living in and create another world in my head where everything is just fine so now what that happens is i never actually get to a point of confronting the real the situation in the real world i run away basically i'm being a coward because now i'm just creating a fake world in my mind and instead of me fighting this thing so that the world in my mind can become a reality i just run away and i'm just and the holy spirit is just like and i've been asking the holy spirit to help me get away from that because i just i stay in my mind so much to the point where you know, i'll i'll literally waste a whole day in my brain and i'm just trying to get away from it and sometimes when i find myself in that place again because i've prayed and said the holy ghost help me when i find myself in that place where i'm about to imagine i want to run away or i want to panic or i'm anxious of, of, over something those people say don't do that go on with the bible and then i'll read the bible or don't do that we have, have a worship session play these songs and just worship and allow the holy spirit to calm me down because half the time i do is when i'm nervous or i'm frustrated or i'm scared so in that moment i run away and i and that becomes like my comfort you know some people have comfort foods you know when they're stressed or whatever they eat and that gives them comfort and now what i want is i don't want something else to be my comfort i want the holy ghost i want god to be my comfort so because i want god to be my comfort and i'm told that the holy spirit is my comfort in the bible i'm like okay cool consume it to a point where when i have a problem or i'm anxious for something i will not run to something or so I will not run to anything else, but I'll run to you. And now what what happens now is love is actually talking to me. And he's like, okay, you're doing the wrong thing. And sometimes I won't lie to you and tell you I listen all the time. Other times I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to do this. But I find myself doing it and other times I don't. I will be so honest with you because this is a reality. Like I'm not about to come here and lie to you and tell you guys it's easy. It is hard. Being consumed is hard because there's things that will be pointed out to you that you think is right there be mindset that we pointed out to you that society has drilled in you and now when you now look at those things and you're like okay and as you let the holy spirit minister to you and teach you that this you should 
this is how you should be thinking you start looking at how you should be thinking and you start comparing it to those your age start comparing it to the way certain people think and you start thinking about how uncool you're gonna sound saying those things and and usually your first instinct will be they're gonna think I'm such a loser or they're gonna think I'm such a lame and now it's one of those things where you now have to make a decision do I do I do I want to be a person who pleases God or one who pleases the world and that's one of the hardest things about being consumed because when you're being consumed you're going to please the world and as you please the world about sorry you're going to please God when you're consumed one of the hardest things about not being on fire and allowing yourself to be consumed is that you always please God and sometimes pleasing God will make men judge you they'll look at you and they'll never understand you they'll look at you and they might laugh at you and they might mock you and they might make fun of you because to them it's foolishness you know because to them they're listening to the wisdom of men and the wisdom of men that sound like it's wisdom but you know honestly sometimes it's actually not so that's one of the hardest things and i feel like that's why sometimes you get so many people who are on fire but they're not consumed you know they're on fire but they're not consumed because they understand that being consumed takes a lot it takes a lot there's a lot of learning there's a lot of character building a lot of personality building there's a lot of um shift and change in appetite there's a lot of separation consecration you know and it's 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 not an easy thing to go through because sometimes you want to be around friends and you want to make excuses for certain people in your life and sometimes burning means that you can't even be around those people anymore you can't even have those kind of conversations with people anymore you can't even listen to that kind of music anymore you can't go to those kind of events anymore because they literally they literally hurt your skin why because you have now been so consumed by the holy ghost that he's helping you look like christ which is our main goal to be like christ because because it's only when you're consumed that you can stop being lukewarm and half of the time it's because we're on fire we find ourselves suffering from the same things we find ourselves lukewarm you can you can never ever get anywhere you can never ever get to the place where god wants you to get to from a place of just fire and no and not being consumed you can't actually get there because now you're because like you know people on fire sometimes i was having this conversation and it was like this conversation and i'm not gonna tell you with who but and then he was just basically talking to us the young ones and was saying i understand your fire and your motivation from certain people but be careful to a point where you just keep absorbing so much from them and just regurgitating that and just reciting that to other people. So like your 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 thing now is that you listen to this kind of college, just eating, 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 eating. And then when you when it's not time for you, you're just teaching what that men of God are teaching you. So you're on fire to be like them to a point where all your teachers are what they've taught. And there's nothing in you where you can say, Oh, the Holy Spirit told me this, oh the Holy Spirit taught me this. Why? Because you're on fire, not for God, but for that man of God. You're on and when you when it comes to music, you're on fire, yes, to minister like this person that even your tongues when you're singing now are sounding like that you're on fire to be like that person but you're not on fire to do the work of god you know and that's the problem with being on fire you're on fire 
fire for the wrong things. You find yourself on fire for the wrong things. And the funny part is, it might look like you're on fire for God. You, it might look like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to sing like this guy. This guy is so anointed. So in your head, it might seem like if I sing like this guy or I, I sing like this lady, when I do it, I'm doing it for God. But without understanding it, without actual, actual understanding, you actually, but when you actually understand it and you actually look deep into it, you realize that it's actually coming from a place of the flesh. It's coming from a place of the flesh and not the flesh ones. So which is why the Holy Spirit always asks me, why do you want this thing? Every time I'm super gassed for something, I'm super hyped to do something. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to sound like this. Oh, I want to look like this. The first thing you ask is, why? At first I used to just get annoyed. I'm like, what do you mean, why? And then as I'll answer, I'll realize that this is my current purpose. Even some of the blessings that I ask God for. You know, God, give me a car. Give me a husband. Give me money. Give me this. And when God asks you why, the reason behind it is not for his glory. And the Bible strictly told us all that God does is for his glory. So now you want all these things, but not and, and all these things, but they're coming from the wrong place. They're coming from the wrong place. They're coming from a place of, oh, I want to prove people wrong. Oh, that person, that hater, I want to show them that I'm better than them. Oh, I want to do this. And for as long as we're still thinking, we're like, hmm, we'll never get anywhere in life. So I've learned to understand and I've learned to open up myself to healing. And I think maybe I should talk about healing next time because I feel like how the reason why sometimes we're on fire and not consumed is because we have not yet healed. We have not yet opened ourselves up to receiving healing that causes us to be on fire for the wrong reasons. You know, because why do we want people to like us so much? Why do we want people to look at us the same way they're looking at uh, that man of God or this woman of God so much? Why? Why? You know, what's with that desperation? Where is it actually stemming from? And when you look at it, it might come from a lot of people. It might come from a place of wanting to be, or of being a, peop- a people pleaser, and or it might come from a place of. Um, and or it might come from a place of trauma maybe you didn't get much attention and now you want this attention maybe people looked at you like you're lame and now you want to prove to them that you're not lame and these things need to be dealt with otherwise we find ourselves in the wrong place all the time and may God have mercy on us you know I'm actually thinking about this topic and I feel like this topic is deeper than what I'm actually told I'm actually saying right now and I've literally spoken for so long so I think maybe next episode I'm going to talk about inner healing and I will link it to this it will be looking like a part of this episode but with more healing because I feel like I might, I'm actually getting quite a lot concerning this right now and if I had to go on I can, I can speak for hours and hours and hours and hours and that's <laughs> and I don't think yeah, so it's just I'm allowing you to listen to me to speak for hours and hours. But may we allow ourselves to be consumed. May we not burn, but actually open ourselves to be consumed. Because we can never get to a place where we are usable unless we are consumed. You know, unless we have allowed the Holy Spirit to fully consume us and to work through us. You know, because when the Holy Spirit has consumed you, it means that he now lives in you. And when he lives in you, he shows you where to go. 
He shows you how to make. He gives you a burden that's for you, not a burden that you like because you sold off someone else and you think it looks cool. You know, we, he stops you from living in a place where you think you, you want to follow Christianity because you think it's extreme and you think it looks cool right now because there's so many young ministers. So now you two, you're also on fire and you're now there talking about God. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you're spitting flames and you're doing these things. But it's coming from an empty place. It's coming from an empty place. There's no heart in it. Why? Because the Spirit of God is not the one that has inspired you to do that. But your own, but you've, the fire is not the one that has inspired you to do that. Let us be careful to not do things from a place of passion. Or, there's nothing wrong with passion. But sometimes make sure it is the right, the passion is coming from the right place. You know, you don't want to run prematurely into something that's not even yours because we are bound to crash. Oh, there's so many young ministers, let me get in. Oh, there's so many young people doing this. Oh, let me do that. Because if you're not called to it and you've not yet been consumed, what's going to happen is you're going to face a lot of things and you're going to find yourself falling and you're going to find yourself suffering. Why? Because you've not yet been consumed enough. Because when the Holy Spirit has consumed you, He transforms you into the image of Christ. He transforms you into, into the person who you are meant to be. So unless, the, unless you have been consumed, you can never be fully transformed. Because from a place of just burning, that's you wanting it. But you can't get it unless you have been consumed and you've been transformed. And that's just how life works. You know, and I remember another sermon that this man of God mentioned concerning the same bush. And he said, that burning bush is what God used Moses but you used to draw Moses closer to him. So Moses saw that bush and Moses went towards it. He was like, I want to see what's going on. He used it to draw the person. So sometimes the burning desire in your life or the burning thing in your heart is meant to draw you to get to a place where you open yourself up to be consumed by the Holy Ghost and transformed and then birthed into a new creation. But then we find ourselves just staying at the burning pot oh i want to be like this oh i want to do that oh i want to be like that but we need to understand that we can never do that or be like that unless we allow ourselves to be fully consumed so we need to get to a place where we open up to the holy ghost to just fully consume us and for him to transform us and turn us into the person we are meant to be because unless that's that, we just always be in the same place. Because in the place of passion, you just, I wish, I wish, I wish. And then in the place of, I wish, I wish, I wish, you actually don't ever get there. You just, oh, I can't wish for that. Oh, I wish for that. Oh, I wish for that. But you need to get to the place where you stop wishing for that and do what? And actually start pursuing that. And pursuing that is opening up to the Holy Ghost to consume you. That way you will be transformed and become that. You see, Moses saw the burning bush and he went towards it. And as he went towards it, only then did God speak to him. God didn't speak to him when he, was, when he first saw the bush. He said, Behold, you saw the bush. Behold, the bush burned. And then he went to the bush. He looked. He said, Wait, he looked. And then, behold, the bush was burned. And then he went to the, He started going towards the tree. That's when the angel of the Lord said, Remove your sandals for the pleasure. For, for, for this place is holy it is for this place is, is holy ground and that's when you remove the sandals he walks towards the bush as he removed the sandals only then did God begin to talk to him and tell him everything about his plans for him so the bush or the fire is meant to draw you 
but we get so caught up in the fire that we don't even allow ourselves to open up. May we not be caught up in the fire, in the excitement, in the burning in 2024, but may we actually get to a place where we allow ourselves to be consumed and allow ourselves to be used because you can't be used in a place of passion because there's no training in you. There's no training, there's no teaching, there's nothing, there's no substance. You're just excited. Because what's going to happen when you're not excited? What's going to happen when the fire dies down? What's going to happen when you're no longer motivated? You're going to walk away. You're going to quit. So you need to get to a place where you're just doing more than just burning. And get to a place where you're actually consumed. Because when you're consumed, it's no longer... When you're not consumed, you're you're not transformed. And once you're transformed... You can, you, you can never back down. Why? Because everything about you has changed. Your appetite has changed. The way you see things has changed. Your character has changed. Your person has changed. Everything about you has changed to a point now where even your focus has changed. So now what you focus on is different to what you focus on when you're on fire. Because when you're on fire, yes, you feel like this. But if one person comes and pours water on you, that fire will immediately burn out. But now when, you're, when you've been transformed, you're no longer operating from a place of fire. But you're operating from a place of consumption. You're operating from a place of the spirit. And that's what our life is supposed to be like for us. For us to operate from a place where God has now consumed us and we've been transformed. And honestly, I'm going to talk more about this next week. Because I'm just seeing that there's a whole lot we can talk about. It's a broad topic. I didn't realize it's this broad until now. So before I get too excited and carried away... I think I'll just put it in the episode now. And next of next week, I'll talk about it again. But this time, I'll add the healing aspects to it all. Yeah, the healing aspects or the reason behind why we want certain things. You know, because sometimes certain burdens are based from traumas, and certain burdens are when God has certain burdens are from when God has actually placed them in your heart. You know, sometimes you can look at a sermon of God and, and just carry the same burden as them. Why? Sometimes God will show you a certain man of God, a certain woman of God, and they are burdened. Why? Because he has given you the same burden. And then, so now you need to understand or know the difference between when God gives you a burden because that's your calling, and when God gives you a, a or when you feel like you have a burden, that is from a place of fame or wanting fame or wanting to be cool. So now, I guess we're going to talk about that next week. Not next week, next episode. Next episode. Let me just say that, <laughs> you know, because there are burdens that you actually receive from watching certain people. You know, sometimes it's burdens you have, and then when you watch someone, you're like, oh, wow, this is the same burden I have. And the Holy Ghost will begin to minister to you from there. And they'll begin to show you that person why. Not so you can be an imposter now, but so that you can watch them and listen to them and listen to how they got to that place. So that you too now you stop just burning and get to a place where you allow yourself to get those teachings. And half of the time what you realize is sometimes when people open up themselves now to being consumed, they give up halfway. Because why sometimes it wasn't it that's when you realize it could be your burden. Because if it really is your burden, you will carry out that entire teaching. You will go through that whole process of the school. You will go through every single grade of the school of the spirit. You allow yourself to enjoy every single grade of the school of the spirit. And so you'll get to a place where you are transformed. And once you're transformed, you'll be okay with it. You don't mind being taught. You don't mind learning. You don't mind all these things. Why? Because the burden is a genuine burden. It's a genuine burden that God has given you. And... 
you started off as fire but then you've opened up yourself to actually be consumed and to be pruned and to be um, um to go through calculation or calculation or calculation you've allowed yourself to go through a process of of of, of the, that, that golden thing that gold that's in you to be separated from all impurities you have now allowed yourself for that pruning so um yeah okay i'll talk about it more next time <laughs> anyway i hope you guys enjoy this episode i hope i said enough to help you for the next two weeks <laughs> And I will come with more. And just, I hope your New Year has been amazing so far. And I hope God has just been good to you and has been faithful to you all. And honestly, I wish you guys all the best in this New Year. May this year just be an amazing year for you. May it just birth all your dreams and all the desires of your hearts. And yes, may God bless you. Lots of love. Till next time. It's been your girl Tatenda, and yeah, guys, have a wonderful week. Go to church, pray, read your Bible, worship, praise. Don't forget to worship and praise. I feel like people always forget to worship and praise. Like that's an important part of a Christian's life. You can't just pray and read the Bible and forget the praising. It's it's um it's a package. You know, everything is important. You know, everything is important. Don't leave anything out. The praying is important. The Bible reading is important. The worship and the praising is important. The praying is important. Don't. I read this thing that says, uh, stop praising during your prayer time. Everything is important. And I felt it because sometimes when I'm leaving to pray, I just say, Ish, let me praise. <laughs> or Ish, let me worship. And I'm like, I still need to pray. You know, I need to have a lot of prayer. Yes, I need to worship as well. I need to do everything. You know, and I can't not do one thing so I'll do the other because everything is important so yeah have a wonderful weekend may God bless you and see you next time bye